Welcome to Everything But The Kitchen Dank, the podcast where we discuss all things pickleball with your hosts, Rob and Andy. Welcome back to Everything But The Kitchen Dink. We have a very special guest with us today. Who, me? <laughs> <laughs> no, not you, not you. We have Lee Whitwell with us. Uh, welcome. welcome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate Technically, you Technically, your third appearance on, uh, on our podcast. Yes, we did uh, one remote, one in person, and this yeah. is the second remote one. Yeah, we just love having you on. So uh, I mean, yeah. I love what this virtual relationship we're in. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really excited for this one. Yeah, excellent. I'm, this I'm, is the I'm, real one, raw, I'm, uncut. I'm, I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, how are you? How are you doing? You mentioned you're in Florida. You live in yes, Florida? I do. I live in Florida in the villages, which I affectionately call oh, right. God's okay. waiting room. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yes. I um, And actually, I went... uh, Lou Stevens is here visiting. Yes, she is. I, I seeing, saw that on Facebook. I'm seeing her tomorrow. There. Yeah, I'm seeing her tomorrow. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I've always wanted to go and um, see the villages and sort of see, because I know the pickleball there is amazing, isn't it? They have so many courts. We have, I um, think, about 300 courts. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Wow. So you actually live on the you live on the villages. I do, I do. So the villages is comprised of so it's about twenty five miles long. Okay. Um, and they're still building, so it's it's I think is eventually going to be fifty miles long. I think they're getting as close to Orlando as they can. Um, and then it's comprised of small villages within the village. Within okay. the villages total, yeah. So, so about do you ever have fifty thousand people? Do you ever have to leave? I do. I try not to because it's a nice little bu- comfortable bubble. Okay. Um, so I tend to leave for airport trips, you know, tournaments and such. But when I'm home, I'm home. So do you have a little golf cart to get around? Because I know loads of people have golf carts there, don't they? So I fought the golf cart lifestyle for a very long time. And okay. I have I have a little scooter, okay. as well as my obviously my car. And um, my parents were just here, and I, I borrowed a, a four seater from a friend of mine, and. I, I, I think I'm going to end up... You're converted. I think I'm going to end up with a golf cart. It's I mean, more practical. You can get more stuff on it, can't you? Not really. I mean, they. I mean, yes, they are more practical, I suppose. But I just... I don't know. I mean, it's like going on a jet ski. No one's, like, angry on a jet ski. No one's angry in a golf cart. <laughs> yeah. <fair laughs> Unless well. they're playing golf, and then that's a whole different thing. Well, you don't need exercise. You've got pickleball for that. Exactly. Exactly. I don't golf. With you having access to all these courts, are you playing on a daily basis there? Yes. Except today because it's raining. But typically I play six to seven days a week when I'm here. And in between tournaments, I'm typically only here Monday through Wednesday. So I'm on the court those three days. Okay. So let's just go back to the beginning. Um, You're on here because you're a pickleball pro. When we... (laughs) Well... (laughs) Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. You're the closest that we're getting to one anyway. <laughs> yes. So you're actually, you know, I want to hear all, all about your story, but you're currently in the MLP. Um, oh, that's, or, a touchy, that's a touchy subject. Okay. Oh. I feel like we're the jinx. Yeah, you are the jinx. Every time you come in contact with us. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah. Shit goes sideways. It does. Okay. It does. So, well, tell us, tell us your background, where you are at the moment, and where you are in your journey of pickleball. Um, I am still playing pro pickleball. I'm in this sort of weird space because in January I get to play senior pro, um, which okay. is fifty plus. I know you can be shocked because I know I don't look. I, I am shocked. Um, just, just going back, <laughs> just going back one step. Isn't I thought the villages was like fifty five plus. Is that I not mean, true? I have, I have a fake ID. Don't worry about it. <laughs> now i'm just thinking um, for myself if i wanted to go there you know no they do... can't they can't discriminate okay brilliant against age so i think 20 percent of the population is definitely under 55 right okay right, okay. So, okay um Sorry, but yeah no, i get to no 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 i get to play senior pro, senior pro pickleball next year uh even though i have a december birthday so i'm technically not 50 till christmas 2024 but because it's the year you're born in january i get to play well, I'm the same because my birthday's December, Christmas Day actually. My birthday. Oh, I'm the 22nd, so we're almost. Oh, right. 
so I'm I'm eligible to play over 50s now, even though my birthday is not till December because I'm nearly there. So right. Similar so, thing. You know, Except he January. looks 50 and you don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. He does not look a day over 47. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so, you know, doing that, there's a senior pro cup, there's a senior pro tour. Um, the prize money's increased significantly. So that's going to be fun to play. Um, but honestly, really focusing on on grassroots and, and, and really, really excited about continuing to help grow pickleball in the United States, but especially overseas, right? In, okay. Like, I really want to have a big impact, obviously, in the UK and Spain, which are, you know, yeah. essentially my neighbors um, growing up in Gibraltar. So um, definitely want to to make some moves there and, and, and help grow Pickleball and see what we can do about getting permanent courts. Okay, so just you mentioned Gibraltar there. So you were born in Gibraltar. Yes. Did you ever live in England or you just went from Gibraltar to uh I did. You know, I, did my, I did my A-levels in England. I was okay. at Hertfordshire. So I played county tennis for Hertfordshire and I was right. going to school in Hertfordshire um, and then came to the States for college. Okay, so we were just talking about that, actually. So do you, I assume you got a scholarship to go over to the States? Yes. Okay. And you became a tennis pro? I, I sort of did. I, I came to the States to play tennis and volleyball. Um, and then, you know, was like, well, like, why do I want a real job? Um, so let's go play pro tennis. <laughs> what is, I, I, I saw that you played something called pro beach tennis. I did. I played beach what tennis. Is, what playing, is pro beach tennis? So it's a regulation beach volleyball court. The net is a little bit lower and obviously the holes in the net are smaller because otherwise you're going to get whacked in the face with the ball. <laughs> And it's um, with it's. I think the closest thing it would be the paddle paddles. You know the paddles for paddle tennis. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, if it's gonna if this podcast is gonna be listened to in the states, I should say padel. Um, yeah. <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> gotta get it right. Yeah. Boom. Gotta get it right. Yeah, and we have um, got many listeners in the states, so it will be listened to. Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. And um, and it's with the decompressed tennis ball, sort of like okay. the the red the the orange ball for tennis. Um, and it's played two on two and it's, you know, off you go and you, you know, both obviously cannot bounce and it's right. one Okay, touch. I was going to say, it's yeah. It's not like bump, pass, smash, but yeah. it's, right. it's, you know, essentially like tennis and pickleball on, but everything's in the air. Is there a really? kitchen or is no, there's no kitchen? No, there's no kitchen. You no. It's like volleyball bounce. as well. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so that was, um, yeah, I did that because, you know, why not? Yeah, exactly. So I, I played pro that, and I think I was like number one in the country, and then my wow. top five wow. in the world. That was a long time ago, in Amazing. another lifetime when you know my commitment to athleticism and, and everything was at its highest. <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> you know, you, you every were, decade it wanes. But you you were a great athlete at university, um, Hall of Fame apparently. I I, I think. I think that's because the year I was there, the years I were there, there was nobody really there. Okay, well, so that was my next question. You're so you know, yeah. who, Are you the most famous person, sports person to come out of that university? Um, potentially. I don't, I actually, I don't know. I, um, no, there was a bit, I mean, Jason was there as a baseball player. Um, okay. But yeah, I think sort of the longest, I don't know. You could have said anybody and would have believed you. Um, yeah, I think so, which is quite sad, really. There's <laughs> got to be more. There's got to be better than me out there. But how did that work with the college life? You know, obviously partying every night and was it strict? So it was strict, but here's the thing, right? Coming to the States, like coming from Gibraltar and, and as you know, in the UK too, um, the drinking age is not quite 21. No, it's not. So I came over to the States not being able to drive, where here you can drive at 16, you can get your license at 16. So, you right. know, and, and I was, I came right before my, I think right on my 18th birthday and I hadn't done my, I didn't take my driving test till the following Christmas. Um, and then not being able to drink. And I was like, well, this is very, very, you know, where, where have I been sent? And also <laughs> I went to college in South Carolina, no alcohol was served on Sundays. So ah. all in all, I was like, this is... Um, I'm either going to take my athletic life really, really seriously or get a fake ID. Um, and I mean, you pick which one. 
Um, (laughs) I mean, it was very strict, but at the same time we did um, party quite a bit because our tennis team, men and women, was primarily 80% international. Right. So, you know, we we had a lot of fun and, and, you know, covered for each other very, very well. Okay. Okay. So fast forward, you go into the real world, you you uh, try to go pro tennis and uh, beach tennis and then so fill in the gap to pickleball and what what happened you ended up starting pickleball through being offered some beers I did yeah so but then I, how I, do you I, get from that to where you are now drink more beer <laughs> obviously <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so that's my problem college. I'm not drinking yeah. enough yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, I, play, I played pro tennis after college and then I ended up coaching um, collegiate tennis when I was done in the States. They offered me a job and I did my master's there and then um, was like, OK, I'll work for corporate America, but not really because I got into a tennis club, um, junior tennis director, that kind of stuff and resorts and resort management so I worked my way up through the resort system. And in there, when I was in San Diego, I discovered beach tennis and then, you know, fell into pro. I did not plan it. I fell into pro beach tennis. Right. Um, and played that for a couple of years and then moved to, um, ended up moving to Oregon. So it's kind of hard to play beach tennis in, A, in central Oregon and B, someplace where it snows. So wasn't really playing beach tennis anymore. And then, yeah, got offered a case of beer to play pickleball and you know, sport I said I would never play. And here I am loving it. The the first time I ever played it, I was like, I cannot believe it's just so much fun. And I don't know if it was because the age that I was at when I started playing and looking at it differently with a different perspective or what it was, but I was definitely hooked. And then as you know, there was, it wasn't really pro when I was, when I was playing. And then slowly you had 5-0 open And then there was some prize money in open and then pro started becoming a thing. So I sort of transitioned into it. And, you know, I always said if I started playing pickleball today, I wouldn't make it to pro. Like it was it it was in the it was when I started, I was able to still be relevant. Now, do I wish I just do I wish I was 20 right now? Absolutely. Yeah. Because the things are happening in the pickleball world, which are a lot of fun. And and there's there's definitely some real money now in the sport. Um, but it's where I am in life and that's okay. I am glad to have helped move that needle and be a part of that, that initial crew to get the sport to where it is today. And, and, and still, you know, at 48, still be somewhat relevant finishing, you know, top eight, top 10 consistently. That's brilliant. So, that's yeah. So fantastic. now yeah. it's a big pill having to go play seniors because in my, my mind is that of probably a 14 year old boy. Um, <laughs> humor and all right yeah um, yeah so my body on the other hand is you know not of a 14 year old boy and, and more of a you so know, talking about your year old your body woman well, yeah I mean I don't want to talk about, about your body, body. <laughs> what do you do um to keep yourself fit do you have any routines any um exercises you could share with us or do you have sort of things you do on a daily basis or do you do nothing at all or do you eat uh, are there certain things you eat don't eat um, or is it just beer so the, the joke is is like I do a lot of crossfit and they're like well what's okay. that and it's like when you put your clothes on you hope you cross your fingers and they hope they fit you know? <laughs> 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 um, yeah you know yeah a lot of praying um no I do I do um I, I, I have a Peloton and I'm on that pretty much every day for cardio. Okay. There you go. Um, he's got yeah. a Peloton and he's never on love, it. I love my Peloton. Yeah. Um, I don't accept invites. To, Too embarrassing. We're going to have to, we're going to have to sync up on like a Disney princess ride or something. <laughs> I'm more Metallica, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but no, I do love it because it's, it's, it's this finite time and I can, you know, and it's not, there's no impact, which is on the pickleball yes. court, your, your joints yeah. are constantly taking an impact and it's like, let's protect as much as possible. Um, I'll do yoga for flexibility and um, I need to reintroduce that back in my life. I've taken a couple of months off yoga. I need to get back into that. And then obviously yeah. strength, um, strength training and resistance training. Um, but yeah, a lot of it depends on tournament schedule, where your breaks are, because you're not lifting heavy weights in, on your three days of rest in between from bookends tournaments right so 
you just have to manage that. But but a lot of it is more flexibility, cardio, and then a lot of um, post-match, post-workout stretching and, and staying limber so that, you know, you don't want to cramp or anything like that. You have one of those, uh, uh, what do they call them? The, uh, these. The massage guns. One of these massage guns. Um, I have, <laughs> yes, I have. There, there are several in, in, in scattered around the house in my car, in my bag. And it's, it's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely a tool I do not leave home without. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have the compression sleeves, you name it. It's, I yeah. mean, so, it's, you walk into my house, it's like walking into a medical unit sometimes. <laughs> like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But we're doing something. Well, that's so, what happens when we get to our age, unfortunately. Yeah. You know. So how long have you actually been pro? Has it been, what, five years, something like that, or longer? Um, so I've started playing for six years, so probably five. Okay, five and years playing pro. So how did you feel almost immediately that yes, I can go somewhere with this because of your tennis background? You just felt that, or or was it was pro not even an option at the beginning? Was it not? It was not even a pro scene. You know, there wasn't really a pro scene at the beginning, and honestly, it was something to do where you were playing at, you know, 5-0 or open level, you were playing with other competitive people who were athletes in former lives because the age hadn't really lowered that much. Right, you know, okay. I, I, I was one of the young bucks still <laughs> yeah. playing. and um, But it was something as an athlete, as somebody who's been competitive her entire life, this was something that I could sink my teeth in and it sort of filled that gap or that void because you know a lot of times with with athletes is you come to the end of the career and you're like now what mm-hmm, and this right. was this helped fill that and why and, why were you resistant you mentioned you were resistant to it was it the name because, no because it's a sport for old people and like <laughs> right know, but it's not anymore it was, that's the thing isn't it, it? Was, yeah it was loud the scoring yeah. system made no sense and you know if my dead grandma could play pickleball why would i and you know and it was it was that to win preconceived ideas without even knowing or having seen what pickleball is this is just the stuff i'd heard and i took it as gospel mistake number one right um and thought this was the most obnoxious sport and why would i do that till i did whoops and then you were hooked yeah yes so okay so so at that point then you, you start playing pro it starts growing the pro scene uh, last time we saw you, uh, well, you were at the English Open, so I assume you were with the APP. Correct. Okay, so have you been in the PPA or you've stayed with the APP? Uh, What's happening with that merger situation? Yeah. You no know, um, I think the merger is happening. Okay. Um, APP sort of is outside of that. Um, so the merger is the MLP, not with the APP? Correct with PPA and MLP (laughs) APP sort of outside uh when it looked when the PPA were going to do their own thing MLP went to APP to see if they could form a partnership and APP said yes and then they merged with PPA instead so they were a bargaining chip correct and that's the second time that's happened which I feel for the APP because they're doing a lot of things correct in the pickleball space especially when it comes to the amateur events and let's face it um pro pickleball is not at the level even as 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 popular it is in the u.s and i'll probably get my hands back for saying this is it's not big enough to be a standalone tournament no one is going to drive like no one was going to drive from london to telford to watch pro pickleball Mm -hmm. okay okay they might go watch man united play or liverpool play right i think might drive for that yeah i I think they'd rather watch us play no, right. they don't want to watch if they knew we were playing, they would have come. Oh, Who, me and you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd fly, I'd get on a transatlantic flight just to see that. Um, and let, let me just say, but, nobody's going anywhere, flying anywhere to watch Manchester United at the moment. Let me just get that in. Well, I, I'm a diehard Liverpool fan, so I just threw that out there to just be yeah, nice. Okay. Let's move on from football. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, but it's like, you know, pro tournaments sit on top of amateur tournaments. And to me, the amateurs are the backbone. And the 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 where the the basic foundation of pickleball and where that growth is. And if we don't take care of the amateurs in that space, um, we are doing the the sport a huge disservice, right? And the APP does a very good job of taking care of the amateurs and listening to them and making sure that they feel like they're a part of the of the event. Not it's not just for pros. 
Um, right. And I think that any pro who feels like they're bigger than the sport or they are enti- they, they should be owed something, it's like they need to remember that, you know, we still sit on top of an amateur event and the amateurs are the reasons that we have fans and the amateurs are the reasons that, you know, when I go someplace, I may get recognized or asked to take a photograph and all this, right? And it's not because... I'm on TV or anything. It's because these people are true fans of pickleball and at tournaments playing their event and supporting us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are, are you referring to, it's currently the, um, the U S is it the USA nationals currently? Yeah. yeah that, so that event, um, sadly I wasn't there. I would have loved to have been there. Okay. I, Cause uh, that's had a lot of bad press from, mm-hmm. from an amateur side. Yes. And I mean, and I don't know how much of it is warranted. I don't know how many people are keyboard Nazis that get behind the, you know, the computer and like, I can say what I want because no one can see my face. Um, I suspect that there's a lot of truth to what's been posted and that's okay. However, we need to do better. We need to learn and we need to do better because we owe it to the amateurs to do better because without the amateurs, there's not, there's no pro. And and honestly, it's any, any tournament, really. Any tournament with amateur participants is... You've got to do a fantastic job. I mean, I know Ken yeah. at the APP does a fantastic job. Andrea Coop, a friend of mine who also plays pro pickleball, she runs Beer City every July in Grand Rapids, Michigan, does a phenomenal... That event sells out in the first 10 minutes that registration's opened and the amateur side because they do such a phenomenal job for the amateurs. Wow. And, and that is the... At the end of the day, that is what you want to be remembered for, not the... Med- I mean, the $2 medals that you win, who cares? The money that you win, great, you know, but at the end of the day, you want to be remembered for for, for caring. I love my $2 medals, let me tell you. <laughs> you know what, I've got a draw, I've got a draw for, I'll send you some. <laughs> for your 50th. <laughs> yeah. So just talking about your medals then, what, what's it like being on the, the pro circuit? You know, what's it like being in the MLP? It must have been an amazing experience. And and what a credit to you, you know, all jokes aside, for you to have been in the MLP with all those youngsters there. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, thank you. And um, it, it's definitely a lot of fun. Playing pro pickleball is fun. It's changing now because as the sport's getting more serious, there's, you know, you're not as close as you were sometimes were to players, right? There's a little bit more yeah. room. Yeah. And a wide berth. And, you know, people are starting to come in with personal trainers or their nutritionists and coaches. And so we're seeing that happen. I'm a coach. Excellent. I Can I get, can you come to Chicago at the end of the month? Yes. Excellent. You need you some can coaching. Coach, coach slash spiritual advisor. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, but, but at the end of the day, the, you know, in the MLP, the energy is exciting. The, and it's the crowds. And it's, it's to me, it's understanding you know, like I said earlier with the amateur the amateur players, it's understanding that you're there to put on a show and it's competitive, but don't forget who's watching, you know. Yeah. yeah. Don't act like a Muppet if you don't need to because, you know, no you're only as good as, as, exactly. As, exactly. as what people remember you by, right? But but no, the, the energy and the atmosphere is great. It's so much fun and um, I don't want that to go away. Yeah, I get that. So, um. Moving forward now, and uh, I just want to talk a bit about referees and your thoughts on how the game is being refereed and the line calls and stuff like that. And the challenges. And, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And do you think it's being done uh, in the right way at the moment? Obviously, there was a whole thing with uh, Megan Fudge saying she's never playing singles again. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I did. I saw that post. And, and honestly, it's, look, it's whether people intentionally make bad calls or not, it's it is what it is. You know, there's always going to be questionable line calls yeah. in every match. Now, you can want the ball to be in. That doesn't mean it is in. Or you can no. want the ball to be out. doesn't mean it's actually out, right? Um, the it normally is when I hit it. <laughs> same. Same. My, like, my earnings are pretty much always illegal, according to the internet. <laughs> oh, I saw that the other day on TikTok. That was, I know that was the one where it was like you caught up in the moment. I knew I was on the right side of the court. I didn't know how. I like I don't check to see where the sideline is. I just go. I see an opportunity yeah, to go. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. call me on it if I've stepped in the kitchen because I'm not checking. I'm just going. And it's, yeah, if yeah. I stop to check, I'd miss the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's the same as me reaching across and stealing a ball in front of you 
and taking it in the air. If my foot steps on the line, it steps on the line. You don't have time to look down, look up. No. Right? No. But, I mean, I, I, the internet loves to, you know, call me a cheat oh, and yeah. a pariah and, 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 and the world's biggest villain. Like, I, I mean, like, I just robbed the Federal Reserve. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah. the referees have a thankless job. The, yeah. it's it's got to be hard. I mean, I've ref some amateur matches and apologized profusely for screwing up the score and, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. everything. But you're at ground level. You're not, sit, you're not sitting high. Yeah. You're at ground yeah. level, right? Yeah. So your point of view is limited. It's the same as if we're playing, right, and I'm on the right side and you're on the left, and the ball goes to your sideline. Yeah, it's very And true. I call the ball out. I don't have a good line of sight on no, that ball. It's not no. my fault to make. And it irks me when opponents do that. It's yeah. like there's no way you can see that, right? Exactly. If it's a close yeah. call. Yeah. And um, so I think technology is there where we could start to have like maybe a main referee overseeing and then having the line calls be automated or you know, like the Hawkeye in tennis or something. Yeah. There's got there's got to be something. There's got to be a way. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to get better. Yeah. And um, it's because it's not fair on how, especially at the pro level, on how some pros treat the refs. It's just not fair. They're doing the yeah. best they can. I think it's the same and, in any sport. When you're a referee, you're getting stick, aren't you? It's, you know, right. you can't win. You can't win no, being a referee. And, and sadly, most of the stick is unwarranted. Yeah. I mean, there are some refs that are terrible, 100%. Yeah. Um, but I think we still have to remember that they're just doing the best they can. You know, yeah. they're not out there to get you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's exactly. It's not malicious, but in the heat of the moment when there's money on the line, it, it feels personal. It's, it's tense, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to interrupt because in my amateurish ways, I only set this for half an hour instead of an hour. So right. I think I think I need to just end it and call you back, if that's okay. Yeah, no worries. You just yeah. click back okay. on the link. Yeah, yeah. He's such an amateur. I know. We'll, we'll edit that last minute out. But. It's all right. Because he was going for two out of three, not three out of five. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, if there's a rule in pickleball that you would like to see changed, what would that be? Or if there's a rule that you would like to see implemented, what would that be? That I should be allowed to cross the kitchen wherever the hell I want to <laughs> Just me. Just you. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was born with really big feet. It's not my fault that line gets every single time. Um, you know, honestly, I don't know if there if I if there is a rule I think I want change. Pickleball is unique in its own way. Um, you know, the spin serve was very interesting. However, um, I don't, I'm not opposed to the spin serve. What I am opposed to is not seeing which way that you're manipulating the ball. Yeah. Right. I should be able to see what way you're manipulating the ball. And then it's up to me to go over to return it. But the issue with pickleball is too, is that you could have a three, five player with a five zero serve because that's the only shot they practice. So it's yes. like the magician yes. showing up at the party with one trick. Right. Uh -huh. um, so, you know, I, I, I kind of like where pickleball's at. Um, there's, there's, I don't, I don't really think I would change anything. Okay. Um, I'm not opposed to rally scoring. Maybe we should have more rally scoring. Yeah, I love rally scoring. It makes for a more complete yeah, game. But like... here's, yeah, but here's yeah. the thing with rally scoring though. Should I be only a right-sided player? I don't feel mm. like it develops your full game. It helps me remember which side I'm on. No, and even then, I'm struggling. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You just have to remember what your score is and whether you're even odd. I know it sounds so simple. We've just started stacking, and believe me, it's a mess. <laughs> I, you we're eight one down before we know. Probably the hardest thing that that was for me is learning where where I needed to be, and then yeah, I somebody once told me, I think it was Brian Ashworth. I, I, I poor guy, he taught me everything I knew about pickleball. Um, if you start on the right your score will always if you if your score is even you should always be on the right yeah if you start on the left when your score is even you should always be on the left and that helps me figure out where i'm supposed to be like if it's the score is three i'm like oh i'm in the wrong spot i need to be over there on the right yes. or on yes. the left rather yeah. we just so, get so caught up in the point and in the game itself that yeah sometimes you just forget the, the whole score yeah. and you don't know where you are <laughs> but see, which is, is most of the time where, yeah. for us yeah and this yeah. is where i can be a diva and be like you know what it's not really a problem for us because we have refs yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah we do need a scorer 
<laughs> well, actually, like in Telford, um, when we played in the Open and also in the Nationals, it was when we get to the later stages and you are playing a semi-final and a final, I do think that they should have someone in there uh, refing that game. Or not even refing, but just watching the yeah, line. Or keeping the score. Or keeping be nice. the score yeah. Because it does get quite tense. You're nervous. You know, you're in the moment. And things happen. Um, so I think I might I might send Karen a little email and say to her, you know, can we do something with the volunteers that are there to maybe just, you know, for the semis or even the finals to have someone there just looking at the line. She might send you a little email back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I she mean, will. But even even also for just keeping the pace of play going. Yes. I could take a timeout to stop your momentum. And yes, it's a one minute timeout, but I don't have a stopwatch. Yes, so I exactly. could take four minutes and now yeah. ruin your momentum, right? So in things like that, you definitely, I think, I mean, and when there's a $2 medal on the line, 100%, we should be, no, I mean, but it's, you're playing for something, right? And for pride exactly. and for title and for, to win the championship and yes. to get to the final, you don't want, and the heat of competition gets to people. So yeah. you don't want that experience to be marred by the fact that we don't have somebody sort of adjudicating this process yeah well there was a problem at the last one that we played in the nationals it wasn't our game someone else's game um there was a big dispute there and they had to get i think actually lou was the person called in to um be the referee for that game because there was a big i don't know what the dispute was about i don't really know much about it but i know that someone was called in to ref that game um so yeah i think it does help uh moving forward and that's what i would like to see anyway and, and even even if, if you're playing in a match and um, there's no referee and you take a time out and I start coaching you or I can start, yeah. you know, it's like, that's not fair. Yeah. I've got to. Well, isn't that what timeouts for? Sorry, during the match. No, it's time. time I see. I don't know the rules. Um, <laughs> that's why I need it. Obviously, I need a coach because I never get coaching in a timeout. <laughs> Robert's a coach. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, IPTPA but like level two, yeah. by the way. There we go. No, but Thank it's like, you. let's say, for example, I see the opponent serve to your, you serve to his back and then he misses it. Yeah. And then you're serving, you know, another point goes by and now you're reserving back to him. You know, just the reminder of saying, hey, don't forget he missed his last backhand return. I could say that yes. your opponents hear it and go ape shit. Yeah. Right. And that's not yeah. fair. So yeah. there needs, and that happens a lot. I mean, it happened in Telford. Um, in some of the outside matches where the, you know, where things oh. were happening in a different language. Yes. Um, and, you know, so we need to do, I think we need to do better on the it whole referee side. Yes. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just, just going back to your, your role as, you know, with, with the growth of pickleball, um, what's your thoughts on the Olympic snob? Or was it, was it not even a snob? Was it? Did it never have a chance? I mean, I didn't think it had a chance, honestly. And I, and to get a sport in the Olympic is a lot of time and money. And another sport's got to go for the, to make room for the sport, right? Right. Um, and here's the thing: I wish that time and effort would be spent in growing the game in the different countries, and then revisiting this in eight years' time and looking yeah, at. That's exactly what I said. Twelve years, you know. Yeah. Um, I would love to see pickleball as a scholarship sport in colleges in the u.s because well, now i think that started slowly but at the club yeah. level not at the not at the ncaa level at the club level ah, and Drury, right. Drury college is the first college to offer pickleball scholarships but i think the minute you have that that target your whole feeder program takes care of itself because now there'll be pickleball in high schools there'll be pickleball in middle schools there'll be pickleball in elementary schools um you know i'd love to see pickleball as part of the of gcse uh, pe in the UK, oh my God, it'd be amazing. you know, yeah. Yeah. and then, and now you're lowering that age and you're really now growing the sport. We yes. can't, we, this is a sport that essentially started in death and we're slowly lowering that age, you <laughs> yeah. know, I mean, for the first, I mean, think I still feel it. like I'm dying every time I'm on there. Likewise, but I mean, yeah. every, this is the first time we are, we have a front seat at a, at a sport that's still two years old. It's still, it's yeah. still in its terrible twos. It's a yeah. toddler. Yes, you know, every other sport has that whole feeder program. I mean, think about if football was, if we had a front row seat at football right now, yeah. you know, and you're thinking, how do we get this into the, into the, into the kids' schools? How do we get the kids playing? You yeah. know, and that's, that's where we're at. So I wish that money would be, be would have been spent yeah. 
there instead of trying to go for the Olympics because we're too premature as a sport to be there yet. I'm not saying okay. we won't be. I'd love to be. Are, are other countries know. around the world, are we reliant on America? Is it linked? Is America's growth linked or are we on our own? So right now, I feel like it's linked to America, yeah. right? Just because um, the last three years have been ridiculous growth here in the States as far as facilities being built, indoor facilities, you name it. You know, the the emergence of the pro, real pro, pickleball, um, MLP, everything. So, you, you know, the rest of the, all the countries have a front row seat of what the U.S. is doing, which is, I think, is phenomenal because you can see what's working and you can also see what's not working or what we've done incorrectly and not make those same missteps because we've taken a lot of missteps along the way in the growth in sport, right? Because we're learning as we go. It's like we're building this ship, we're building a plane as we're flying it, right? Um, yeah. But I think eventually, I mean, I think the UK now is in a, in, a, in, a, in a spot where people are hearing about pickleball organically. Yes. You absolutely. know, and that's when you know you've reached that threshold and it's not, you're not relying on, you know, oh, did you see this? Oh, what's that? Oh, pickleball being played in the States. And, you yeah. Know, but People are I saying think... that they're seeing it about, out yeah. and about. But, you know, we still feel maybe the name goes against it. And oh, you seem to feel that. I don't. Well, I do. Yeah, okay, I do. Okay, let me challenge you. Squash and yeah. croquet. Yeah, I agree. I well, croquet is not Cricket. Out, is it? But cricket yeah they're all daft yeah, names yeah i you suppose know, yeah it doesn't yeah. matter i suppose you could argue that it it makes it a bit more noticeable with that basketball. name. basketball you put a ball in a basket you know but yeah. the thing is it's like they've been around for so long we grew up with them yeah yes yeah. you know it's and 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 i think i mean i don't know what else you could call it because everything else with the paddle has been taken right so yeah look at paddle like it into the net ball. paddle's a boring name anyway paddle paddle yeah. You know, yeah. Pickleball's Pla- cool. Platform tennis. <laughs> I um, think it's cool. And and it gets you talking about it. Yeah. It's like pickleball. Yeah. And and so the shift here happened with when I first started playing pickleball, pick, they were like people were like, Pickleball, what is that? Then it was pickleball, I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah. Pickleball, I play it. My neighbor plays. I know somebody who plays it. Pickleball, I love it. That yes. has been the progression. Yeah. And it's happening here. Like, it is. Yes. It it is. But I think the problem I'm coming up against, I don't know about you, is is that yes, people are saying yes, I've heard of it. Isn't that for old people? And then I, I always I go back changed. to them. And, I think that's changed. But I always say, but it's on national TV in America, and they say, oh really? Yeah. So that, that's the struggle I have at the moment, the age thing. I think I've noticed different. I think that um, people are more inquisitive. They say, oh, I'm. A, I think we're at the. I've heard of it stage here. Um, we're not at the I love it stage. I think we're at the I've heard maybe just people I know. People now are saying, Oh, I've heard of that. Just explain it to me again. How does it work? And I think we're getting there very slowly. I don't think pickleball's cause in this country because when I tell people I've won national medals, <laughs> they immediately think it's a sport they don't want to get involved in. If I can win medals, it must be crap. <laughs> so maybe I'm responsible. Yeah, but yeah, they don't know that I carried you. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but it's I mean, I can't tell you how many times people have said, Oh, why are you playing a sport for old people? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Well, why wouldn't I? I get to beat up on them. I get to win. <laughs> right. And that's my first answer. And then I'm like, okay, but it's not really for old people. It's not really yeah, playing, right. Yeah. But but I think that evolution you're gonna see it happen. I mean, Australia, I, I the, the, the 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 countries that are next are Canada, Australia, and the U.S. Uh, sorry, and the U.K. And then Spain is slightly behind the U.K. in in, in okay. growth and popularity. So, yeah. you know, those are the top. I mean, with the U.S. at number one and Spain at number five, those are your top five countries okay. um, in the in the pickleball growth. So, and honestly, the biggest thing is permanent courts. I think my, this is my theory. The yeah. minute that permanent courts, the grow the sport will grow organically because now people have access to them. Well, the weather's a killer for us as well. So yeah, yeah. the problem we have is um, to build permanent courts, they have to really be indoor courts, and the the cost of a place at seven thousand square foot or whatever you need, it's sky high. Um, the rent, the rates. So I don't really know how we 
overcome that here unless you there's massive investors that want to start building these places um so i think it's a challenge in the uk whereas america i know obviously it's vast uh, property prices aren't probably as expensive to rent things there. i don't know i'm not i'm just surmising here mm-hmm. um but i see that as a bit of a stumbling block in the uk no, definitely. And, I, and, and and like you said, the weather is going to be an issue. So yeah. indoor space and indoor space is expensive. Um, yes. You know, I would like to see the mom and pop tennis clubs that have indoor courts. Yes. You know, they buy those up and then convert your tennis into pickleball because with two, with two tennis courts, you've got eight pickle. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's. So it's looking at that and, or looking at warehouses and, yeah. you know, or shops that have gone bankrupt that um, you could yeah. potentially look at that space. And that's what they're doing here. And a lot of places like there's a huge chain bed, bath and beyond that's gone under and, and yeah. Pickleball yeah. is going into the malls now because of yes. that. And, yeah. um, but it is the, I think there's also a very big difference between investment money here in the US and uh-huh. in the UK as well. I mean, even from the from the standpoint of, you know, when I was coaching tennis in the UK, I know what I could charge. I also know what I could charge here in the US. They're very different. Yeah. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, it's just we just have to figure out a way how to get courts built and um get the right people with the right pockets playing pickleball who want to who invest. want pick, that maybe yeah. the pickleball facility to be part of their legacy when they're gone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, have you been to the Diadem Centre in Pompano? Yes. yes. So I went there and and I think it's it's something like a thousand dollars for a membership for a year. And I thought, oh my God, nobody would pay that here. Oh, but, but they would. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. If, I mean, Is if that, you can go and that, play pickleball. I mean, that's what ninety pounds a month. So yeah. What you pay at like David yeah. Lloyd here and places like that. Is it? Yeah. As you can yeah. see, I'm not a gym member. <laughs> no, but I, like the, the the clubs I built, like when I built the one facility in Ben, I think we were charging seventy five bucks a month. Right. Okay. And then otherwise, your court fees were twenty dollars for two hours. Right. Right. So you pay yeah. seventy five a month. Yeah. Or twenty dollars every time you come play, and if you play twice a week, now you're at one sixty a month. Yeah. Yeah. So it pays so, for itself. Yeah, it pays for itself, and it's and you've got to have sort of the value. Uh, the, the 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 person has to see the value in it. Yeah. It's like if they're gonna live and breathe, stay at the club. That's you know. They're yeah, gonna, well, I would be there. Yeah. yeah. I think the I demand mean, is there already, but I don't think anyone will invest until it's well more mainstream. Yeah, we have one place here now in Telford. I don't know if you know about that, where they have three courts indoor, um, purpose built. They got the courts from the open uh, that they used at the open, and they've got three courts indoor there. And I think it's doing really well. I think um, they're very busy. They're doing like a membership thing there as well, uh, doing leagues, tournaments, all that kind of stuff. So they're the first. We need to figure out how they've done it and sort of move on from there and get some more places. Um, I'm not too sure. We need to speak to them and find out, don't we? I'm just desperate for it here. Yeah. I just want I mean, to get one before about, my body yeah. gives up. I mean, think yeah. about London, right? How how expensive is London? It's I mean exactly. it's like it's the reason why New York City just has one indoor place, which is City Pickle, and it's super expensive. I think the, yeah. it's a hundred bucks to rent a court. Oh wow. wow. Right? I, I, I yeah. think and that was when they did it at um um in Central Park at the ice yes. rink. I don't know what yes. it is at the indoor facility. I can't I, it's gotta be more than that because you've got to keep up with um cost of living and and, and prices yeah. in the city so you know the other thing too is you got to figure where's the best place which is most accessible to the largest amount of people correct where they will yeah. come play and not feel like driving an hour and a half is an imposition because i mean i'm not going to drive an hour and a half like i can i can you know i can drive to orlando every day and get great pickleball and I'm, i could drive an hour and 10 minutes every day do i want to yeah. now do i know i've got a good pickleball here i'm not going to right but if that was the only option i might do it once a week but i wouldn't uh-huh. do it yeah. regularly yeah yeah so yeah. so you've got to figure out what the threshold is and where so do you have a decent is. standard where you are there at, at the villages is there a decent I standard do. to play i i play yeah. with a lot of the guys there's, a, there's quite a few 50 guys and there's one guy in particular okay. who's, an ex-division one ice hockey player so his hands are wow. really fast 
So it doesn't right, matter okay. what I do. I mean, he just smashes that ball back in my face. So it's, <laughs> it's great reflex training. Amazing. Um, you should make him no, play with his skates. Exactly. No. <laughs> um, no, there's definitely good people here, and there's people coming through all the time. And if I need to up the level before tournament, it's just a quick drive. But you know, yes. where where in the UK could we have that? Where yeah, you know, where where where's tennis dying in the UK that we can throw in that we can say, listen, Manchester. I mean, yeah. if if that's true, is there an indoor club in Manchester? I'll quite happily there, put up. A there is a Manchester together. tennis yeah. centre that yeah. I've emailed who haven't got back to me. Nobody gets back to me. Don't know what it is. You need but, to go in there and find um, out. But there's no way people are playing tennis in there. Like no I way. could put a proposal together and show them how to monetize that right away. Well, Honestly. I'm going to go in next next time I go to. It's right next to uh, City Stadium. So next okay. next week I'm going to go in through the door, find the manager. Yeah. Uh, but and, they, and just they, find out what the plans are, you know, and, yeah. and and we can easily come up with a plan or a proposal because that's that's what I do. And, you know, okay. I can easily put something together. Um, I would need to know how uh, what size tennis courts there are from. And by that, I mean, um, not the tennis court itself, but the, the surrounding, area. you yeah. know, it's because there's two sizes of tennis courts. If it's the bigger size, you can fit four courts in. If it's a smaller one, you cannot. Right. Okay. So you could fit three, and it doesn't matter which way they're oriented inside. So, um, okay. and what kind of okay, well, that's good to know. Like, yeah, it's just just finding those things out because, you know, there 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 could be, and if they see revenue potential, I mean, is it privately owned? I think it is. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, unless that's a well, good I think it's a company that owns a few leisure centres. Okay. I mean, now yeah. now is the chance to, to to get into pickleball, and we could probably put a, a good proposal together to show. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll be in touch this space. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah be definitely. Okay. Definitely. So, so uh, oh, go on. I was just going to say, Misa. Misa. Um, is your life pickleball now? Then is is that what you do? Whatever you're doing, it's always pickleball related. Sadly, yes. <laughs> Not sadly, it's amazing. I'm mean, so lucky. Life. I'm so jealous. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, I, I work in pickleball. I play pro pickleball. I consult in pickleball. Uh, you name it. It's all everything that I'm involved with. And from a playing side as an athlete and from a business perspective. It's Are you still sponsored? Pickleball. Are you sponsored? Yes. Who's yes. your sponsor at the moment? Can you say or not? I can't. My paddle sponsor is Legacy. So, OK. Yeah, oh, right. They're loving their paddles, but um, I mean, I need, I definitely need a beer sponsor, so you know, maybe. Uh... <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I've heard maybe, very good things about Legacy. Grow... Yeah, no, they're good paddles. I love them. They're powerful. Yeah. It's the first paddle I haven't had to add weight to, to be able right, to generate okay. power. What sort of weight do you like on your paddles normally? Um, I I used to play with it over ten ounces. Wow. Um, God. Um, and now I'm up. at now I'm down to eight, three, eight, four. Yeah. Okay. So no weight on the paddle at all, which I like. But a lot of it is, is I'm trying to generate more pop on the ball. Okay. Okay. And it, with the legacy paddles, I don't. So. Is there a Lee Whitwell paddle on its way? Um no, and I'm a little bit opposed to having my own paddle. Okay. Right. Only because I think my biggest nightmare is walking into a charity shop and seeing my signature paddle <laughs> on the shelf. <laughs> demoralizing yeah, yeah I get from, it. A mar- from a marketing standpoint i feel like i'm alienating 50 percent of the population because my okay. paddle now automatically is a female paddle i mean yes. I, I could be i it's in, i mean roger federer doesn't have a signature racket nadal doesn't have a signature racket he plays with a racket that has right. a packaging like put my packaging on a paddle for sure but don't but like if you were a legacy sponsored athlete as a pro player you could have the same paddle and your packaging on the paddle so the paddle it's not it's it's not saying this is a you know with my signature on it all yeah, of a sudden it's a, yeah. you know that that's where i feel like i'm i don't so i've always shied away from it it's definitely been offered to to me over the years but it's not something i've ever wanted maybe or maybe okay. not stupidly on my part okay do you change your paddle every five minutes like robert um it depends okay I play in Florida, just, just where it's yes. very muggy and just humid. Say yes, please. <laughs> so if my grip gets very sweaty, I do change it out. Okay. I think I'm at, I, I mean, I don't think it's every five minutes, probably seven and a half minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. That'll do. Because I, do I do take a time out and a water break in between then. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. So, so when are you back in England 
for the next open or do you come I, back I and forth all the time yeah no i hope to be um okay. yeah i'm back over I'm, yeah i'm hoping to be out for the open and then i'm hoping to come out a couple of times next year just to do some pickleball stuff and and see i know lou lou and i are going to chat about some stuff when while she's here okay. and uh um, okay. and then fadia um wants to do some stuff so okay happy okay. to jump on the plane and, and fly across the pond to you know do more pickleball are you stuff gonna, did you hear about the um you know they do like the franklin premier league here um I think Thaddy is in it and there are other people in it. They're bringing out um, a senior one, like a senior division, 50 plus one um, next year. Is that something you will be involved in at all? Well, my, well, my, I, hopefully my passport allows me to play. Yeah. Okay. But is I don't have me? residency over there. Ah, okay. Okay. Right. Um, you can stay with me. Just, I don't mind. Yeah. I mean, can I just have a couple of bills sent to your house that shows that I live yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as long as I can come there, as long as it's not your beer bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, Definitely so, not that, but no, of course you're welcome here anytime. Oh, thank you. Thank you'll you. be pleased to know we're going to be in Florida in the summer as well. Yes, we are. So where? In Boca Raton. When? In August. August. It's about twenty yeah. minutes from the diadem. You have a death wish. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it, it's it's been tough. Playing it, playing in that heat, but it's great for fitness if you don't die. No, well, hopefully you can you can take a quick cruise up to me and come see me. Well, I'm flying to uh, Orlando anyway, I think. Yeah. So I'll yeah. be there. I'll be there I'm a couple hour, of days. I'm an yeah. hour from Orlando, so we'll, we'll be in touch. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. We'll have a game. But yeah. Absolutely, have a game or two. And yeah. a beer, um, obviously. I, without saying win or lose, yeah. right? Um, no, that's fun. August will be uh, it'll be hot here, but it's going to be very yeah. hot. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Well, and that's why we like to go because no one else is there. Have you booked, have you booked your flights? I have. Yeah, I, I'll be going. I go every year there, so. But I I've booked, just yeah. I've just discovered this airline that it yes. got me to it got me to London in one piece. So I know it's safe. No, I flew Norse Airways for the first time. Okay. It's the old Norwegian airline. Yeah, I've Have heard of that? it, but we're we're in um, Manchester. Yeah, in Manchester. Yeah. Do they not fly from Manchester? No. No, we probably have to go to London for that. Okay. Yeah. No, they. Which is a pain. Again. It's 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 a pain. We've still got Pan Am here. But I I flew I flew for a 415 round trip. Wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's to Gatwick. Good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was quite okay. pleased with that. I might book. Yeah, definitely. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I never get deals like that. But well, listen, I think it's time to wrap up. Yeah, um, thanks so much for your time. It's been a pleasure having you on. Um, oh, you're as very always. welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate um, it. We we look forward to seeing you again, if not in August, yeah, uh, at the um, Open, then maybe in Florida. Who knows? Absolutely. Who knows? Or yeah, even at definitely. the Manchester Tennis Centre. Yeah. Yes. No, let's yeah. definitely keep me updated with that because I'd love to yeah. help. Okay. okay I'm going to go knocking on some doors. Okay, and I mean, if he's interested in franchising it, I know somebody who would love to get into into the UK market. Okay, great. So, with a club over here, so yeah, this There's time options. next year. Yeah, this time next year, our names will be up in lights. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks okay. so much. Take great care. to speak to you. Have See a you wonderful soon. evening. We'll talk soon. And you. you too. Thank Take you. Care. Bye. Bye.